RikaTechnologiesAndGotAnAppIdea.com present this week's episode of Incubate This in partnership with The Rika Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Incubate This and The Rika Show. Today, we are talking about options for monetization and creating revenue with your website or your app or your technology thing, mostly on the web or in an app. Um, so how do you make money? Uh, I think ads, yeah, ads is definitely an option. Uh, I think most people have come to the realization that you're probably not going to make money on sales of your app alone. Um, a lot of games I think do really well with like in-app purchases. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you are that kind of an app, a game, something like that, and people are paying for whatever it is, extra lives or, I mean, I don't even know, then that might be an option for you. But for the most part, people aren't really willing to pay for apps anymore. A lot more apps are free on the app store now than have ever been in any point in time in history. So there's gotta be, there's gotta be another way. Oh no, it's gotta be a better way. Yeah. It's gotta be a better way. How do you make money? So ads. All right. So let's talk about ads for a minute. Yep. How's that work? Um, you can probably partner with, not probably, I think the, the way they, they all do it is they partner with some kind of ad network um, and you include some code in your, in your app and it displays the ad, you know, where you tell it and you just rake in the money, right? Which is <laughs> not true. Um, because the problem with ads uh, as, uh, Adeo Ressi told me once, he's the creator of Founder Institute. Um, he said, the problem with ads is you need a critical mass, you know, oh, you need a yeah. lot of people, uh, not to mention if you're using an ad, ad network, you, they're taking their cut. Yeah. So, uh, or you can sell your own ads, but then you're spending a lot of time and, and effort and money. So do we have any idea, like, is it, are ads paying for views? Are they paying for clicks? Is there different rates for both those things? I think there's both yeah. these days. Although pay-per-view, you know, they're uh, CPM, which is cost per thousand. I don't know if, I don't remember if CPM is usually um, clicks or if it's uh, impressions. I, I think these days, so, so back in the day, early, early on in the web, you showed an ad. Back then you would get paid just for showing the ad. And so that's where the concept well. of like page views and right. sessions and visits and all that kind of came from. Right. And I think these days since then they've realized just showing that ad isn't all that useful, all that valuable. I yeah. Mean, there, Cause 14,000 people see it and two people click on it. Yeah. Right. Um, right. but that's what they want. They want you to click on that ad. Okay. So that's, that's where the value is to the advertiser is you've sent them quote unquote, a qualified lead. Um, so they pay you for that, okay. but they don't pay very much for that click anymore. Yeah. Um, so that's where the critical mass comes in. You have to have a lot of people clicking on that ad. Um, and if you'll notice in a lot of games, they'll, they'll do tricky things like they'll show you a full screen ad and then they'll put on a little X where you can close the ad, except that they'll move the X. Yeah. The other one I've seen, um, I was playing a free game and they would do that ad like every third level or something mm -hmm. like that. And sometimes there would be no X and you had to watch all 30 seconds of yes. the ad and then the X would show up, but it yeah. would still be tiny and it would be in the, in a different place every time. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, I would get used to it being like in the top right corner and then I would click over there and then I would be in the web browser looking at whatever that ad was because that was actually now the link. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was kind of tricky. So I think what they're paying you is going to vary based upon what's happening. The criteria that as to whether you get paid is going to vary. Um, In other words, basically, I don't think we know anything about how that pays right now because it's going to matter. I mean, if you've got a billion viewers, it's going to pay you a higher rate. Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just you need a billion to get tenth of a cent times. They're going to say, we'll actually pay you a dime for every or whatever. I mean, we we just don't know. But the benefit to the monetizer is that you stick a little piece of JavaScript code in your website and all you're doing is providing a channel. You're providing a tunnel. Mm-hmm. for these people to jam and they do this they're, they're they're going through all these analytics and demographics and all this because you'll notice that as soon as you go look at something on the web and then you go to another website you start seeing ads for what you were just looking at on amazon and so but you don't have to do any of that in your monetization i mean to decide to make money off advertising is as simple as saying you know signing some paperwork essentially and saying oh what's that little piece of code that i need yeah. You know, just a few lines of code and then you're done. So it's definitely simple. And then you simple. just start collecting checks. Yeah, it's definitely simple. Whether they're small or big. Yeah. It is simple. The The big problem I think we're starting to realize, everybody's realizing these days, is when you do that, your customer, who by all measures is your customer, immediately becomes your product. Mm. Right? You have incentive and you're not doing this necessarily directly by including that JavaScript. It's the ad networks that are doing that, but they're tracking, like mm. Grant said, they're tracking all your movement on that website and other websites because they want to be able to show you more relevant, relevant ads. So your customer is now your product. Interesting. Okay. So where are your That's, values aligned? I, I sort of feel like in that case, because you're not becoming, you're not becoming measured because of that ad on the original page. You're really becoming measured because you you went, you made that journey from that ad to this thing. So anybody on the web who, who gets in that anywhere near there is going to be tracked by something. And, yeah. um, yeah, I feel like, you know, you were going to be tracked regardless. Regardless, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you went and looked at that product, yeah. then they were, then the, then whoever they're buying their info. Yeah. And, and actually, you know, I just don't, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like we're, we're leaking into privacy. We're yeah. Leaking into, and and yeah. that's a whole different. Yeah. All right. So regardless or bad regardless. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So ads are one option. Let's talk a little bit about, um, a lot. There's the, the term SAS gets thrown around a lot. Right. And now you have terms like three-sided SAS marketplace and multi-sided SAS. Yeah. Like sassy. <laughs> Um, so SAS is literally software as a service. Um, and what this means is it, it used to be that you would buy a piece of software. Uh, Adobe is a perfect example of this. The very first time I bought Photoshop, I paid $600, $700, 800 something like that. And I owned the license to Photoshop and they would make changes and release new versions. And I lived on Photoshop six for like 15 years. So that Eight, seven or 800 bucks that I spent got me 15 years of everything I needed. Mm-hmm. Now, in order to have Photoshop or Premiere Pro or Illustrator, any of the Adobe products, you buy a monthly license. Mm-hmm. Now, there's pros to this, which are 
I'm always getting the updates at least three or four times a month. All of the apps that I use of out of Creative Cloud get updates. So that's great. And I'm still paying the same fee that I'm, I've been paying all along. So my software is staying up to date. If, however, you look at the $53 a month that I pay right now, amortized over the amount of time I've been paying it, and the number of apps out of the cloud I actually use, I have paid way more yep. for those products than I ever did for Photoshop 6. Right? It's all about the subscription. Yes. So that's another monetization option is monthly recurring revenue for a product or a, or a software as a service. Mm-hmm. Right? And there's a couple different ways you can do this. So one is what I just described is B2C, business to consumer. So Adobe is directly charging me, directly selling to me as the consumer of their product, their product. And I'm paying a fee and everybody else who is a consumer of Adobe is paying that fee for Creative Cloud. Uh, There's another option, which is B2B. So business to business. So this is like if, what's a good example of B2B? in a SaaS. It, it, Payroll. Yes. Yes. So what's ha- So it's actually a great example. So the payroll company like Paychex or ADP is charging the company who's do, who has all the employees and they're doing it on a per employee per month basis. Usually um, sometimes they'll give you a flat fee below like 50 employees or something like that. But usually it's if you have 10 employees, you pay this much per employee per month. If you have 15 employees, maybe your cost goes down a little bit. They have different thresholds. But the business is paying the cost. And then the group that the business represents is getting the benefit. So in some cases, if you're, if you're doing B2B, like for example, we have a client who is building an app that is designed for estheticians and clients of estheticians to have more communication and talk more about products and stuff. They will sell directly to salons and spas and businesses. And those businesses will essentially subsidize all of their clients and customers getting to use the app for free. Right. Mm -hmm. So what's the benefit of one or the other of those? Well, in that example, the salon is going to make it up in more repeat business. They're going to make it up in product sales, things like that. So it's totally worth it to them to subsidize that. Yeah. Um, In fact, my guess, my suspicion, our hope, their hope is that not only will they make it up, but they'll make more money because they're offering this product to their, to their clients. Well, they're not really losing any money giving the product away. No. Mm. You know, when you think of it, it's a sunk cost already, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's really... I'm going to give it away so I can make more money because <laughs> I'm not losing anything when I give it away. Yeah, exactly. But I, I could, it's, I'm giving up an opportunity, opportunity cost, right? Cause yeah. I could have charged for it. Yeah. And by giving it up for free, I'm giving away, I'm giving up the three ninety nine or whatever that I could have charged for it. But yeah, I'm going to get, I'm going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, back. so let's talk about that for a second. Cause it's a really good point. So uh, oftentimes going back to actually just the cost of an app or the cost of something you're weighing like, Oh, do I charge $2.99 or $3.99? And to your point, in the case where you decide to give the app away for free, you're probably going to get more users using it faster. Mm-hmm. And so this is another strategy for how to monetize. It's le- yeah. 
kind of suck it's it a in loss for leader. Free. Yes. First ace is free. That's right. So some in-app purchases kind of work that way where you like you download the game for free. And then if you want to add another add other levels or get new lives or, you know, get extra chances or whatever, then you pay for that as an in-app purchase. But I've also seen apps where you download it for free, you get it for like 30 day trial period. And then if you want to keep using it after that, then you pay like a dollar a month or $2 a month mm-hmm. or something. That's right? the first taste is free yes. kind of concept. Let me, yes. A, it's a 30 day free trial. Yep. Is what you're telling people. Exactly. Is, you know, drive the car. Exactly. And if you don't like it, bring it back when you're done. And if you do like it, then pay up. Yeah. And there's even and kind of know. an amalgamation of that, which is you download the app, you get it for free, the whole thing for 30 days. After 30 days, you can still use a lot of the app it's the premium features that you then have to subscribe to and pay for. I have an app like that now. And most of the time I just use the, the basic app. Most of their users do the same thing, but the users that want those premium features are willing to pay for it. They're willing to pay, I think it's something like 10 bucks a month, Yeah, you know, for that. Um, which is great. It works out great for them. Yeah. I've got, Um, I've got one like that, um, that I use for tracking what I eat every day mm -hmm. and the basic tracker and like, you know, weight loss goal, that's all free. Mm-hmm. If you want to track your water, if you want to like set up your, your, your day, your logs in advance, like you make all your meals on Sunday and you want to log everything in advance, you have to pay extra for that. It's like yeah. $35 a year. Yeah. For me, I don't need any of that stuff. I just want to log yeah. what I Same ate and I want to see my weight loss goal. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people who pay that $35 a year. And so they're essentially subsidizing the app for the people like me who don't need all that. And so the two things that I, that I think are key there seems to me anyway is number one you have to figure out what are those premium features mm-hmm. that that are going to entice people, you know. I mean that that seems like that requires some study. Yeah. Um and then the other is you got to be comfortable with maybe even 80% of the people using this app are not paying for They're it. They're not paying for it. it. It's a really good point and it kind of it, it 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 goes back to why does the prototype matter so much? You know, mm-hmm. we talk about that a lot. Um, and part of our process and our startup program is we we help people s- distill down their idea into the simple, critical, I want to track my food every day and I want to know when I'm going to hit my weight loss goal. Like those two things were probably in that app's prototype. And they put it in front of people and said, is there enough value here? Mm-hmm. And then they saw that there was. And so they created the, the full app with those two features. And then they started doing surveys and saying, would you like to be able to track your water? Would you like to be able to see your view from a carbohydrates perspective or a protein perspective? Or, you know, they started looking at all these ancillary things. They created a whole community where you can like chat with other people or, you know, pu- pu- it's essentially like, microblogging inside of the app specific to these different areas of what the app does. Right. Um, and they charge for it Mm. because they said you can still use the core thing for free. The thing that's been free, it's always free. Yeah. And that's where we get our 2 million users. If 10% of those will pay $35 a year, the math on that is about a million dollars a year. Right. A little less. The best, Best isn't the word, but the most advanced version of that is the uh, antivirus Mm. companies like Maya Vast, because what you get is you're not, you know, does what it does, but then, you know, you start up the computer, 
your computer is being slowed by all these things, mm. you know, would you like to fix them? So you click and it goes through all this analysis. It gives you all this stuff. Continue fixing. Oh, now you want to buy a subscription. So you've already gone through the investment of a few minutes of having it scan yeah. and come back and tell you all the great things it can do for you. And up until this point, it's told you it's going to do them for you. Right. That you're you're on a path for gratification and you yeah. think you're going to get gratified. Yeah. And they. And what did right at the yeah. end. Bring right. you to the brink and everything. Yeah. <laughs> And then you get to that last window that says click here with a credit card. Yeah. And you're going to pay nineteen ninety five um uh, a year extra yeah. for these special features. Yeah. You know, and, and really, um, they should say that in the first window. It should yeah. pop up. It should pop up the first thing, their little, their little clickbait that says you have this many, you know, or your computer's being slowed by this, by this, by this, you know, would you like to fix these? And yeah. when you hover over it or something, yeah. right then, before you go anywhere, the first warning says, this is going to take you to a subscription. Yeah. And so you the- You don't click six through six screens to yeah. get to that. So the other day uh, we posted about anti-patterns in web and app design, web mm -hmm. and mobile design. If you haven't watched that episode, it's on Rika Technologies on YouTube um, or on on uh, the Rika show on your favorite podcast, um, Aggregator. Um, and one of the things we talked about was these ad pop-ups, right? Which sort of goes to like monetizing using ads and whatever, but these pop-ups that say sign up for the newsletter, you've been there like five and a half seconds. That thing with the, with the virus thing, uh, your, your antivirus software, this thing with the pop-ups for the newsletters, they wouldn't do it if it wasn't working. Yeah. That's what we right? were talking I mean, it's about like, yesterday. It's like if they told you ahead of time, there was a group of people that wouldn't even go down the road. But by telling, not telling them ahead of time and then asking for it right at the end, there's a group of people that are like, fine, it's 20 bucks. What do I care? Yeah, it's a situation where there's, there's, there's two types of people. There's, there's one type of people that would buy that premium feature regardless because they- The impulse buyer. Yep. If I tell you that, you know, it's a firewall, for yep. instance. Yep. I have, yeah, I have to pay extra to get the firewall portion of it. Yep. And there's people who will buy that regardless as soon as they notice that is available. Yeah. And then there's the other people who won't, like me. And- a certain percentage of them will, if they've already gone through a bunch of crud, yep. they've already gone through some steps. Uh, okay. You got me here. Yeah, exactly. I guess I've decided I do want to do this. Exactly. But, yeah. I think you touched on a really important point because I'm like you, I'm not, I'm not falling for that. I don't think you are either. I'm not either. So when you're going through this process, you have to be aware of your own biases. Yeah. Right. I think we do that a lot. I mean, we were saying the other day, why would anybody annoy someone with these pop-ups saying sign up for the newsletter. Well, as you found they're out, it's incredibly is effective and I'm they're profitable. Cancel on the sublime new Nagware after five years. <laughs> yeah. You know, I what's funny. I still click cancel. I did that on PHP storm for a long time until they made it no more, no longer optional. Yeah. So I waited till the very last minute, but that's so our bias, yeah. right? And it's something that we are now aware of. And I think we probably need to be more aware of because. So it's a good point, which is if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking at various options to, you know, potentially monetize whatever you're building, you have to look at what's effective. Yeah. And, you know, none, none of the three of us, I mean, if you go to godanappidea.com or rikatech.com, there's no pop-ups asking you for your email. And. Oh, I've been meaning to. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't, we. We have never given into that. We, yeah. It annoys us and we don't want to present ourselves that way. 
are we kicking ourselves in the, you know, shooting ourselves in the foot? I was going to say kicking ourselves in the foot and getting my analogies mixed up there. That would be tricky. It would be very tricky. Um, are we shooting ourselves in the foot because we're missing an opportunity that's super effective for a lot of other sites in aggregating email addresses? Mm -hmm. Honestly, though, I don't, I don't feel like, I, I feel like we just, it hasn't popped in front of me where, Hey, there's actually, you know, a dollar figure here attached to this. Yeah. And to be honest, if somebody said, said, if you do this, this, and this, and this, but it includes that annoying pop-up window, but it's going to add 20 K a month to the revenue. I'm probably going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, so far, really yeah, I mean, so far in our business, we're kind of like, but that's not try. really a way that we, that we right. get new business anyway. So it doesn't make a lot of sense for us. And you know what? I wonder if there's a attribute of this. We see those a lot more because of the nature of our work. We're on the web all the time. And uh-huh. so that's one of the reasons why it drives us crazy is just because we're exposed to those a lot more than the average person. Well, but that's not necessarily true no, the because recipe the, recipe the, the recipe sites, the recipe sites are the that's worst. True. That's yeah, the example that terrible. you gave in the other episode. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Ads, they have multiple pop-ups. There's ads all along the side. They, s- they always put them in the middle. And, and you know what else? This is totally like off topic, but when you're on those recipe sites, it's like they have to help tell you the whole yes. freaking story before say, they give you the recipe. You're learning about say, grandma's goiter and everything. That. And that's just to keep you, that's just to provide real estate for advertising. Yeah. Yep. And SEO. And as long as they put the ads in the middle of it, they know you had to scroll by it and there's your page impression. There's your impression or your page view. And so how many browser plugins have evolved to... Give me a text version of this, basically, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Browsers are out. evolving to that. Yeah, they are. It'll be interesting to see how ad revenue evolves as browsers evolve. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because the browsers are starting to attack the ad. They ad are. Industry. They're they're like ad starting tech. to overcome all that because people got really annoyed, and yeah. so then you know, advertisers are going to have to find another way, right? They're always going to find another way. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, a little bit off topic there, but it all kind of comes back around. Um, so. When you're thinking about monetization options, you need to look at your various audiences. Who who is most likely to stand the most benefit from what you're doing and how much is their benefit? That will help you figure out where to set the price, where to where where to look for who's going to pay for it and how much they'll be willing to pay. Um, pro tip, when you're doing customer and product validation interviews, You can come right out at and ask somebody, how much would you pay for this? They're always going to tell you it should be free. So when we're designing these kind of interviews, we try and back into pricing by asking things like, are there other products that you use that help you solve this problem? What do you like about those products? What do you not like about those products? What would you change about them if you could? Because nobody's ever going to tell you, yeah, I'd pay, I'd pay 40 bucks a year for that. They'd be like, it should be free. Or if they do, they're they're telling you, I'll pay 40 bucks a year for that because they think that's what you want to hear. Exactly. And in reality, they're going, I'm not paying for I this. I wouldn't pay for that. Yeah, exactly. So just a little extra pro tip. All right. So for Daryl, Grant, <laughs> and Cynthia, <laughs> this has been Incubate This on The Rika Show, and we will see you guys next time. This episode of Incubate This was brought to you by gotanappidea.com in partnership with Rika Technologies and The Rika Show. Visit us at rikatech.com for more fun with technology or at gotanappidea.com for more tips, tricks, strategies, and advice.